If you're here right now listening to my voice, then it may be a sign. A sign that you're ready to tap into your spiritual power and learn deep wisdom in the process. So without further ado, welcome to The Adam Harmon Show. Hey there, welcome to the ninth episode of The Adam Harmon Show. I'm your host, Adam Harmon. Today we're going to be talking about something, well, that's sort of intergalactic, way out there. But I have experiences in this area, and I think in this one case, it might be interesting to share. Every single morning, I take time out to do a meditation. I think the way you start your day is the way you experience your day. So I try to meditate and answer some questions in my life, or meditate just to calm myself and stay focused on my goals ahead. So this day, I had a question going into my meditation. It's a question that always puzzled me. When you take a look at the different, what's known as Goldilocks planets, those are planets that are in a certain distance from their sun, a distance which would allow us to be able to have water that doesn't turn into gas or doesn't freeze, and therefore giving us the highest probability of life on that planet. When we take a look at those, the closest ones are in the area about 40 light years away. Well, if they're right, if the astrophysicists are right out there, you can't go faster than the speed of light. It's, according to them, impossible. So how do people get here from just that one? And that's the closest one. There's many, many, many different planets out there that they're seeing in that Goldilocks zone, but they're upwards of 100 million light years away. How do they get here at the speed of light? For a planet that's 100 million light years away, it would take 100 million years. Doesn't make it too plausible to visit us. Yet, when you start taking a look at some of the videos that have been confirmed by the U.S. Navy as being UAPs, Unidentified Aerial Phenomena, what they used to call UFOs, if you take a look at those, you stand there and go, well, they know that it's not our technology, and they have stated it's not the technology of other competitive countries around the world, then where does it come from? Well, if it's intelligent, it has to come from somewhere else. And we don't believe that it's anywhere from within our solar system, according to all the things that we've seen and send out different probes to. It has to be one of those Goldilocks planets out there. That's right. It has to be one of the Goldilocks planets if it's intelligently designed. So from that perspective, how do they get here? Do they take millions of years to get here? I doubt that. Some people come up with this concept, they utilize wormholes. Well, that's interesting, but my sense of the matter is that wormholes are not manufactured or synthetically made. They're natural to our universe. And if that is the case, then how do you know that going into a wormhole is going to get you to where you want to go? That becomes more problematic just by using some basic common sense and logic. So I went into this meditation going, how do aliens do it? How do they get here if they are bound by the same universal laws of, I can't go faster than the speed of light? I know everybody wants to believe in Star Trek, but we don't have the technology. And according to the majority of astrophysicists out there, it is actually impossible to go faster than the speed of light. Now, here's one caveat. It is impossible to go faster than the speed of light in the third dimension. So I went into this meditation and asked this of my guides. And I saw some very, very interesting visuals and heard some very interesting descriptions on how it's done. It's up to you to figure out whether this is true or not. I'm just telling you what I saw and felt 
and learned in my meditation. If you wanted to travel from a planet which was a hundred million light years away, and you didn't want to take a hundred million years, what you would do is, in the third dimension in that planet, you would raise the octave or increase your level of vibration until you were able to enter into the fifth dimension on that planet. Now this is really interesting. How can you raise up to different dimensions? Well, you've heard many stories out there, and there's been some actually good documentation in film in which individuals who have seen such things as spirits or ghosts. Could it be that those spirits or ghosts are in the fourth or fifth dimension, and they find their way down to here to express themselves? Think about that. Many physicists believe that the room that you're sitting in or the car that you're listening to this from, in that space, there are experiences of not only the third dimension, but the fourth dimensional beings are in that space, as well as fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth, and ninth dimensional beings. They all share the same space, but at a different octave. It's all within that space. So what they do, according to the meditation and the guide that I was speaking to, is they raise up their octave to the fifth dimension. The fifth dimension, uh, many of you people have heard that it is a dimension of love, but it's also a dimension of oneness, and that's backed up by numerous new theorems that are coming out by quantum physicists. In the space of the fifth dimension, there is all things possible all at once, every possible permutation of you taking every possible path, and the outcome of taking that path is all found all at once. In an interesting way, being in the fifth dimension is analogous to the internet. When you take a look at all these things that are available on the internet, how do you focus on one of them? You use a Google search. So if you make it up to the fifth dimension within your space, let's say in a planet, a Goldilocks planet, 100 million light years away, one of the characteristics also besides everything or this oneness concept, being able to see all things at once, besides that, there is no sense of time or distance there. They look at different times in a different way than we do. On the fifth dimension, there is almost a sense that different times in different places have a different code to them. So if you are in the fifth dimension on that Goldilocks planet, 100 million light layers away from here, all you simply do is pick another code on the fifth dimension, the code that is Earth in a specific place at a specific time. And that simple switching from one code to another can happen instantaneously. In the same way as you would put in a Google search for bulldogs, and then you could just as quickly change that and put in another Google search for acrobats, switching from one to another very quickly. Once you've made it to the fifth dimension, knowing that code in our space, then you lower your vibratory pattern or your octaves down to the fourth dimension and down to the third dimension. This is very interesting because when you take a look at numerous different videos which have been vetted by the U.S. government and other governments as real videos of UAPs, they tend many times to flash in and out of sight. Could it be that they're raising their octaves from one place to another? So instead of sticking with the three-dimensional constraints of physics and thermodynamics, saying that it would require 100 million years to get here, they increase their vibratory patterns so they go to a space or a dimension in which time, distance, speed are irrelevant. And it's a simple matter of switching codes. It was a very, very interesting meditation. I wish I could describe all the pictures and graphs and charts that were described to me. But that's the gist of it. And it's up to you to stand there and go, hmm, 
Does this seem plausible or not? Well, until next time, you have yourself a truly blissful and galactic day. Take care. Thanks for joining us today. If you're interested in booking a session, receiving intuitive coaching, or learning more about my spiritual self-help books, please email me at theadamharmanshow at gmail.com. That's T-H-E-A-D-A-M-H-A-R-M-A-N show at gmail.com. Take care and have a great day. We'll catch you on the next episode of The Adam Harmon Show.